Hello, I'm Pastor Nathan from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. And in this installment of Walking Our Way Through the Bible, we come again to Acts. Acts chapter 2. So let's begin in Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like that of a violent rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Then they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were Jews staying in Jerusalem, devout people from every nation under heaven. When this, su- this sound occurred, a crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? Parthians, Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the magnificent, magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But some sneered and said, They're drunk on new wine. Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice and proclaimed to them, Fellow Jews and all you residents of Jerusalem, let me explain this to you and pay attention to my words, for these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it's only nine in the morning. On the contrary, this is what was spoken throughout the pro- through the prophet Joel. And it will be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all people. Then your sons and your daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, your old men will dream dreams. I will even pour out my spirit on my servants in those days, both men and women, and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and cloud of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord comes. Then everyone who calls in the name of the Lord will be saved. Fellow Israelites, listen to these words. This Jesus of Nazareth was a man attested to you by, by God with miracles, wonders, and signs that God did among you through him, just as you yourselves know. Though he was delivered up according to God's determined plan and foreknowledge, you used lawless people to nail him to a cross and kill him. God raised him up, ending the pains of death, because it was not possible for him to be held by death. For David says of him, I saw the Lord ever before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. Moreover, my flesh will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me in Hades, or allow your Holy One to see decay. You have revealed the paths of life to me. You will fill me with gladness in your presence. Brothers and sisters, I can confidently speak to you about the patriarch David. He is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Since he was a prophet, he knew that God had sworn an oath to him to seat one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. He was not abandoned to the in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. God has raised this Jesus. We are all witnesses of this. Therefore, since he has been exalted to the right hand of God and has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit, he has poured out what you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, The Lord declared to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know with certainty that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When they heard this, they were pierced to the heart 
and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, each of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises for you and for your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. With many other words he testified and strongly urged them, saying, Be saved from this corrupt generation. So those who accepted his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 people were added to them. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed throughout, through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and held all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all as any had need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joy and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. Acts chapter 2 is an exciting passage because it really is like the the birth of Point, the birthplace of the church. Because Jesus, throughout his earthly ministry, and even after he rose from the dead and was speaking to his disciples, and as we saw in Acts chapter 1, he promised that he would send the Holy Spirit to empower the disciples and empower the followers of Christ to minister on his behalf, to spread the good news of his life, death, and resurrection, and the grace that is freely given by his life, death, and resurrection for all people to let the whole world know that Jesus Christ is the King of kings and Lord of lords, that he is God incarnate, come down to earth to save us from our sins, so that we again can live in relationship with God. And I say again because in the first chapters of Genesis, we see that God created humanity to live in relationship with him, to live in harmony with God. But sin destroyed that relationship. Sin made it where we weren't able to live in relationship with God anymore. And so because Jesus Christ took the wages of our sin upon himself, because by his grace and his sacrifice, all of our sins can be forgiven, that relationship can be restored. And we see here in Acts chapter 2 that the Holy Spirit comes and it descends on the apostles and on the other believers who were praying together in that room. And they all came out and they started speaking the truth of the gospel in languages that were foreign to them. But the people who heard them, no matter where they came from, they would hear the gospel in their own native tongue. And we see throughout Acts that the Holy Spirit will work in different ways, that he will empower the believers of Christ to proclaim the gospel in many other ways, not just in speaking in tongues, but uh, in, in other forms and in different methods. And this is encouraging to us as Christians so many years after this, because we see the same Holy Spirit that was alive and active in Peter and the apostles and the other believers is alive and active in the church today. The Holy Spirit is still the one who empowers us to proclaim the truth of the gospel correctly and effectively. He's the one who equips us to understand scripture and to minister on behalf of Christ. We see that the church today, when it's functioning correctly, is living as a continuation of this first church, this first Christian community that started in Acts chapter 2. In in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, it describes this community a little bit. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. And when the church is running effectively and operating the way that it should be, we see 
these these same character characterizations of the church in Acts chapter two living on the church today. We hold fast to the true teaching of the apostles, to what is written about in the gospels and proclaimed in scripture. We fellowship with one another and we don't just come together to worship a mutual God, but we come together to support and love one another as members together of God's family and citizens of his kingdom. We break bread when we share meals and when we take communion with one another. And we pray for and encourage one another as well. Acts chapter 2 continues to describe this church. And in verse 43, it says, Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and signs were being performed through the apostles. Now all the believers were together and had all things in common. They sold their possessions and property and distributed the proceeds to all, as any had need. Every day they devoted themselves to meeting together in the temple and broke bread from house to house. They ate their food with joyful and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. Every day the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. And it's still the responsibility of the church to live not just as individual followers of Christ, but as a community of believers that supports one another, supports our physical needs, but also our spiritual needs. And that as our love for God grows and our love for each other grows, this will be a lived sermon, a lived message to the world that the truth of the gospel is alive and active and impacts us as individuals and us as a community. It's a responsibility of the church to continue to seek the gifts of God, seek the Holy Spirit, and seek to live out the truth of the gospel in our churches and in our interactions with those around us until the Lord finally returns. And then his glory has been on full display for all the world to see. Hopefully this has helped you as you seek to understand Acts chapter 2 and the rest of the Bible. And I pray that in all things, God's name would be glorified and his will be done.